Hello and welcome to this week's show where we are once again in pursuit of Burt Reynolds and Sally Field as they try to deliver a pregnant elephant from one side of the country to the other while once again being pursued by Sheriff Buford T. Justice in Smokey and the Bandit 2. This here is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. I'm sure you all recall how I went after a fella by the CB name of Bandit. Almost lost my head. Daddy, the top came off. No. Some of you less respectable citizens may even snigger when you recall that I never caught that tick. Well, I got news for you. The bandit is back. Now, before you go getting all worked up about it, let me reassure you people there ain't no way he's gonna make a out of Buford T. Justice this time. Why didn't you have your gun loaded? When I put bullets in it, Daddy, it gets too heavy. This time, folks, he's bitten off more than he can chew. He's taking on a cargo that proves he's gotten too big for his britches. Enjoy my life. I can turn them on, but I can't turn them off. And if he thinks he can sneak two tons of pregnant pachyderm under my nose, he's got another thing coming. Ha ha. Now we got him in the biggest, baddest trap ever. Cause this time I got help. Two of the most brilliant and respected lawmen on the road today. My two brothers, Gaylord and Reggie. Well, if I can keep... And it don't matter where he goes. It don't matter what it tries to pull. My brothers and I give you our solemn vows. We're gonna barbecue his... Come on, Trigger! Don't let me down now! Universal Pictures presents Burt Reynolds. Jerry Reed, Sally Field, Don DeLuise, Jackie Gleason, Jackie Gleason, Jackie Gleason, and Charlotte in Smokey and the Bandit Part 2. The movie that proves once again it's not what's in your trunk that counts, it's who's on your tail. Al Needham again at the helm, and this time he's been given a huge sum of money to make this movie. Remember that the original was made for just $3.5 million, and it made over $100 million in the end, and Hal was rewarded by getting $15 million budget to make this one. It was filmed in conjunction with Cannonball Run, which is why a number of the characters in that show appear on this one. The one member of the stunt crew missing this time is Alan Gibbs, who was working himself to the bone during the mid to back end of 1979 and during most of 1980, so he wasn't available to coordinate the action on the picture. That was given to Dick Zyker. The other thing to consider is if Alan isn't on the movie, who's doubling Bert? Well, this was down to Hal Needham, because in 1979, Hal directed a picture called Villain. In the rest of the world, it was called Cactus Jack, and starred Kirk Douglas as an old gunslinger who'd do anything to get closer to the lovely Anne Margaret, who plays the voluptuous leading lady. However, she's being protected by her handsome stranger, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know, but 
believe me, it's huge fun. The Kirk Douglas character is always the butt of each action set piece. Think uh, Roadrunner and the Wily Coyote. Kirk was doubled on the movie by stuntman Bobby Sargent, who got on really well with Hal and who realised that this kid could do anything. And when Smokey 2 came along, Bobby was the perfect choice to double Bert. <laughs> well, are you convinced now? I'm convinced that you is out of bullets. Bye-bye. Give me your gun. Hang on your ass, Fred. Here we go again. When I put bullets in it, Daddy, it gets too heavy. Shut your ass. That goes for the now, Smokey the Bandit wouldn't be the same without a car jump. Alan Gibbs performed the last one, and Bobby Sargent will perform this one, jumping over the sheriff's car in order to get away. Once again, Janet Brady was doubling for Sally Field, and again, this was a rough landing. In the film, you can see the front of the Trans Am bend on impact. However, unlike the last film, where they had to salvage parts off other cars to make them work, Pontiac had given the production many more Trans Ams than ever before. On the subject of car jumps, we should also talk about the huge amount of carnage at the end of the picture. If you remember, hundreds of trucks are charging across the flatlands of Nevada and playing the biggest game of chicken against hundreds of law enforcement officers. 
including Sheriff Justice and his brothers Randolph and Gaylord. Yes, Gaylord, a gag that you could probably get away with back in 1980. Jackie Gleason playing all three characters, of course. Stuntman Gary Davis jumped a police car over a car transporter and injured himself very badly. And when I say very badly, he broke his back. Ironically, a little later on, a harness system was created to suspend the stunt driver out of the seat and therefore prevent these types of injuries. But only if rigged correctly. They were used very successfully in TV shows like The Fall Guy. Bobby Sargent is also very busy in this crash sequence by driving his car backwards and hitting a pipe ramp whilst being alongside another vehicle. He also jumps a car through a hay truck. And his high fall work is used in the movie too. Who's that, Daddy? I don't know, but the circus must be in town. Hang on, Junior. Daddy, the bridge. I can make that easily. Try to tell you, Daddy. Shut your ass. Now get out and push. But Daddy, I... Get out and push. Okay, but... Ah! The one thing to remember is that Bobby's positioning in the air is pretty unique. You know the way you can hear a guitar lick and you instinctively know who's playing? Well, that's what this is. Junior steps out of the car and Bobby flips backwards, landing legs first into the water. He had a reputation for high work too, and his work had been seen on TV in episodes of Chips and TJ Hooker. Dick Zyker brought an extraordinary team of players, all the best drivers in the US, for that three-minute sequence at the end of the picture. Debbie Evans, Geoffrey Brown, Gary Combs, Bob Miner, Dean Farandini... Walter Scott and Steve Halliday to name but a few. 58 stunt performers in total. And even though the movie was a victim of its own hype, I imagine that each performer had phoned Dick Zyker and asked if it was possible just to get a day's work on it. There you go. That's it for this week. Join us on Friday for the YouTube show and don't forget to subscribe. So, until then, bye for now. <laughs>